discuss tonight is the halachas of Tachanun. There are a lot of halachas which apply to Tachanun. Some of them not so well known. But really we should take a step back therefore and explain uh, the, the reason we say Tachanun altogether. And why there's a different position that we say Tachanun than all the other Twitters. We know about parts of Dublin we stand, the parts of Dublin we sit. But the idea of, of kind of frustrating oneself, even if it's only partially, by resting one's head forward, what, what would the point of that be? So, let's first put into perspective in the diamond and where Tachanun falls, where the Tachanun applies, and then we'll see what's unique about the Twitter of Tachanun. And as we know, we spoke at the beginning of this stream and Twitter that the stage-by-stage stage process of davening is really a development. We're moving up to the peak, which is Shmonesri. And therefore we start from Karbonus, we move forward to Sukkot to Shmonesri, and Sprachos, and then the highest point of our Tvila is Shmonesri. And it's brought down in the Poiskim, that it would be similar to a person who would be entering the Basin English. He would start at the Chatzah, which is where the Mizbeach is, that's connected to the Karbonus. He would then pass the Mizbeach, and come to the Dukhan where the Levim stood and sang, that's connected to Sukkot Zimra. He would then enter the Kodesh and be in the area, the chamber where the Mizbech, Zazav, and the Shulchan, and the Menorah were, that's connected to Kirishma. And then eventually he makes his way to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, which is Shmonesri. And uh, really there's remez to this, it's a hint to this, as you know the Mishnah says, that when a person is dying in Shmonesri, it says, Yechavim is Libri connected by his Kodesh HaKadoshim. He should focus his thoughts on the Kodesh HaKadoshim, it really is based uh, or really the, the place where he's standing right now. And then, then there's a gradual withdrawal. And therefore, uh, Ashrei, the uh, Valetzion, is again in the going back into the Kodesh. Then, the Shir Shalyon, which is to hit him again, goes back to the area outside where the Levim sang the, the, the Shir Shalyon. And then also the Ketoris at the end is connected to the Karbanos, which is where we started. There's a progression towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and then we retreat, so to speak, as you go back to the end of Tehidim. So when you're leaving the Kodesh HaKadoshim, what's your first station? So our first station is back in the Kodesh, and that uh, is the point of Davinim, which is Ashi Tulevaritia. Yeah, because uh, Nusach Svart says Shir, shir Shalyom there. No, everyone says Ashi oh, At the very end. But on yeah. Shabbos. No, we're talking about Shabbos. We're talking about every, every day during the week. The Shemesh is the center point, and then after the Shabbat Okay. and then Shemesh uh, Shayam, Kutaris. Okay. Now, if that's the case, where does Tachanun fall? So if you think about it like that, Tachanun, which is a unit of Shemesh is also in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. But if, if it's, a, it's before we've started going back at the Kodesh HaKadoshim again, Tachanun would be together with Shemesh so to speak, in, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. You know, it's, it's part of that center part of Daveni. What we're going to say in other words, it's really a chedek of the Shmonesra. It's a chedek of Tvil. Which is, uh, Torah is not part of the, of the state of Daveni. Torah is something separate you put in when that says you want to read the Torah. But we step back three steps. We're leaving. We step back three steps from the Shmonesra, but, uh, which means it's true. We're no longer standing in front of Hashem. But if we're going to talk about the kind of Tefillah that it is, it's still going to call it Tefillah the Kodesh HaKadosh. And obviously the question is, what does that mean? Which is why the Rachel brings down that it's also to speak between Shemesh and Tachanun. 
We can't be mastic, it's meant to be a continuation. A continuation is considered the, a hemshach of the same twin. So what's the reason for Tachna? And uh, the, the, let's start first in the question that Tachanim asked, why is the position for Tachna by, so to speak, leaning one's head, uh, so to speak, semi-prostrating oneself? So, let us both can say that really Tachna should have been a full prostration, because that's part of Twitter. Just like when the Kohen Gadol, when he davened in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, when, when everyone davened in the Beis HaMikdash, the end of the, of the Tefillah was to bow down. And if that's the case, the Tachlon takes the place of the bowing down at the end of Tefillah. That, uh, now, we don't bow down fully today, uh, but nevertheless, it's symbolic of bowing down. Um, that's one reason which is brought for Tachlon, for the reason why we incline our heads during Tachlon. The second reason brought, brought is it says by Moshe Rabbeinu that when he was originally shown the vur by the snare, by the burning bush, so it says Moshe was embarrassed and he hid his face. And uh, that was considered a manda. It's called meritorious, he didn't want to look at the Shekhinah. He didn't feel himself worthy, and therefore, having stood in front of Hashem during Shmuel Esrei, we now, so as we cover our face to show that we don't consider ourselves worthy to look at the Shekhinah. That's the second reason brought. The third reason brought is that it's just like in the base of Mingdash. It says that when people would stand, they'd be very crowded. But then when they were mishtachaveh, when they would bow down, they mishtachaveh mirvachim, there'd be lots of space. And Rashi, on that mission, explains, why would you need lots of space to bow down? And the mashmoros is not just the space it took to bow down. Obviously, the person standing up, they're taking up much less floor space than they're bowing down. But the mashmoros, the mission was, it wasn't just that the area extended that they could bow down, but rather rivachim, they weren't squashed anymore. And therefore, when they bowed down, there was a lot of space around them. They weren't down down or tightly cramped. And Rashi says the reason it was because when they bowed down, it was the vidui. And that no one should hear what the other person was was, was doing vidui for. The very someone else had done. So you know, the nice was that therefore they were all spread more distant, more further apart from each other, so that no one would hear what the other one was saying. And if that's the case, that's brought down. There's an union of vidui in that position. And then they bring down the Tachanon is meant to be also a kind of a vidui, and if that's the case. So the reason the person puts his head down is that way, like, you don't have to hear what he said. That's another reason why a person would go his head for Tachanon. And the last reason is, maybe this is the most basic reason, that uh, the Pasuk in Ezra, where Ezra says to Hashem, I'm embarrassed to raise my head to you. It's a sign of submission, it's a sign of contriteness, it's a sign of humility. And therefore, even though Shemesh Hashem, we stand up straight, but we show, as part of our standing in front of Twitter to Hashem, is that really we should be embarrassed and we want to, so to speak, hide our face. The difference with ends, the last reason is Kavon, that if uh, that way a person isn't distracted by anything else, and therefore, we, just like Mashmah, if a person covers his eyes, if a person covers his face, he's not distracted, he can, and he can have more Kavon. And Rishlam Azalman brings the call that last reason, which is the reason of the Shavyas Lakhdayla, that a person should close his eyes during Tachanun. Well, he's covering his eyes during Tachanun because the idea is he's not going to get distracted, so it's to cover his face. Whatever the reason is, we see that all the reasons for Tachanun are a continuation of the idea of standing in front of Hashem. And either it's, it's, it's submission in front of Hashem, or it's embarrassment in front of Hashem, or it's not, not wanting to see the Shekhinah, or it's an opportunity to, be, to do video, whatever it is. And therefore, it's a continuation of Shemunah as a continuation of Shmuel in the sense that a that whereas the, the position of standing 
Hashemesh is being standing in front of Hashem, and Tachanun is in the category of being knightful with Hashem, of, so to speak, allowing oneself, submitting oneself in front of Hashem, just like the Hashemesh that they are on the they would bow down. That's what we're trying to, we're trying to do similar. That's what's called the Safai. The Safai means literally the person bringing down their head. Okay, so that's the that's the reason for Tachlun what and why we said and why it immediately follows on Antonesha. Now the next one I want to talk about, and that's very interesting, and that is there's a question, there's really a machlokes. The machlokes between the poiskim, how a person is meant to do Tachlun? How a person is meant to do Tachlun? What's the position for Tachlun? And the question is, on which hand should he should he bring his head down to? His right hand or his left hand? The Shachanara when he paskins. He says, uh, that a person puts his head down on his left hand, and Ramah argues with that. The Ramah says, no, a person should do Tachanun on his right hand. But when you have Tachanun, when that's the Ikhaminag, and then he says that today what's become customary is that when a person is Tachanun on his left hand, he's Tachanun on the right hand, and then after Zamincha, when he's not wearing Tachanun, he'll do Tachanun on the left hand. Okay, so there's the machlekes, which hand a person goes to tachlun. And what's the basis? And what's the reason for the machlekes? So I want to make a difference, which hand the person is using to tachlun on. And so there's two spheres which are brought down. The one is, and before we explain the two spheres, the important point is, and that's clear in the Shulchan Aruch, and that is a lot of people do tachlun wrong. Because the way they do tachlun is they put their hand forward, and they bring their head front straight down, like that, on their hands. And it's clear in the Shulchan Aruch, a person is not meant to do that. It's meant to be yatim. Yatim means pushing it to the side, not back down, but towards the side. And therefore, it's uh, the, those who explain the shit of the Shulchan Aruch, why a person should always do tachanun on the left hand, is because just like we say, when a person's davening, the shkin is on his right. So therefore, extending one's head to the left, one's facing the shkin. Whereas if one would put his hand on his right hand, on his right arm, and carry his head to the left. He's facing away from the shrine. You could keep your head to the right, even though if you're going to the right. Uh, but it's more difficult. And therefore, I said, the parents on the left, because that makes the person naturally turn to the right. Uh, and that's why it's brought down, it's very interesting, that if the chazan is staying by the amud, and the chazan happens to be on the right hand side of the Aaron Kodesh, you should turn it the other way. Oh. So the Kodesh, not away from the Aaron Kodesh. Towards Aaron Kodesh. Towards Aaron Kodesh. I guess. Should, his head should face the Aaron Kodesh. Yes. But it's either like this way, or what happened? Like this way. That's what he said. The person should face right. If it's the head should face the right. Right, because that's where the shin is. Oh, so if a person puts his head on the left, and the left oh, she faces the right. I thought she would be in yeah. front of you. Um, yeah, but when we have the pasuk, Hashem tzilcha There's also the. It's that way. It's more to the right than to the left. Okay, so it's difficult. Right. That's uh, that would be the reason for the shachnar, why he says always one should go down on the left. It also happens to be the Minagar Ramah, because Ramah says one should go down the left unless one's wearing Tfilin, in which case it's not a cover for the Tfilin, and then the person should put his head in his right arm. Okay, so that's the one reason given. The second reason given... The demonstrate exactly what The next point is, and there's another reason given for that also, and that is what the Bezirisif brings down, Alpida Kabbalah. Alpida Kabbalah, that a person is meant to put his head down on his left arm, and the reason for that is, is basically, and this is something which is just a general hashkocha of Yehantachanun, and that is the idea of davening Shkunesre. When a person is standing straight in front of Hashem, 
is really appealing to Hakadosh Baruch Hu for Meiros of Rachamim, which that's that's how he listens to Adfil, and uh, the idea of Tachanun is connected to Meiros Adin, and therefore whether Tachanun is meant to be a symbol of submission or it's a symbol of uh, humility, like we saw, or it's a symbol of chuva, whatever it's meant to be, but there's a certain element of Meiros Adin in Tachanun, therefore the, when we when we so to speak uh, addressing the Meiros Adin. So that's why we we would bow down or lower ourselves to show that we're makabel uh, that, and therefore the, and as always the right arm represents the chesed, and the left arm represents the din, and therefore a person should put his hand down his left arm. Right, that's the second reason which is given, and um, with the left is chesed. The right hand is chesed. And therefore, since the Twitter of Tachanun is connected with Din, so we'll put on the left hand. And uh, that's the uh, Nishim brings to the Pasuk, Smaili Tachas Lereshim, that his left hand is under my head. And that's in the Kodesh, that when he puts his head down, it should be on his left hand. Because that's become the Minag of, that's become the Minag of which unless a person is wearing Tfilin, which gets not covered in Tfilin, but uh, otherwise, a person uh, puts his hand down, his head down on his left hand. It's also brought down that a person should sit for Tachanun, not stand. A lot of people, it's more convenient just to put, like, put the hand up to their head and say Tachan like that. It's uh, not, not the right thing to do. The person is meant to sit down and lower his head. The point of Tachan is it's not just putting his hand up, it's bringing his head down. And if, therefore, the person lower his head. If there's no chair. Now, if a person has someone lavish from the right behind him, and therefore they can't sit down because they can't sit if the person is dying, then believe it, the person can stay Tachan standing, but it's not the Chachan. It's much, it's much better to, to say Tachlan sure. in the proper way to say Tachlan, which is to sit down. Is there a difference between a righty and a lefty? Oh, so the Mishaburi talks about that. What's the then of uh, somebody who's left-handed for Tachlan? So, of course, in the morning he's going to do Tachlan on the left because it's turning on the right. And if we say, well, put, shouldn't put down his head, head on his turning, so then uh, it doesn't make a difference because he'll always do the left. Right. Yeah. If the left isn't his left, it's not his strong end, so we can, it's a remiss to better sit in. It always is a sign of left. It makes no difference to him. The difference will be that in the morning when everyone else is putting their head on their right hand, because everyone's putting on the left, by him, since anyway, he's putting on his right. So he should, uh, he should uh, put, his, yeah. he put his head on his left. Okay, so that's the. Uh, so that's not good. He always goes on the left of the arm, left of the arm. Yes. Right. Now, the Mesa is, which uh, the brings that if, if that if the places were different in Hagia, there should be. A shayla that is going to do that people should all do the same thing, but the person we bring today, the thing is, but since both bin hagim are so prevalent, we don't have a general way to go to which means if a person would be in a place, let's say, if it's fine, we always put the hand on the left, regardless of the or not. If a person is in a place where some people are doing one, some people are doing the other. Shayla always do it on the left, yes. regardless of the left. Always the left. Wow. But uh, the, the master is even the bin hagim. So that's prevalent enough. But as we know, we don't say that a person has to change their minhag. Now, the next question is... An explanation for Tachanun also. And uh, that's brought down in the Kubala. And that's brought down that when a person says Tachanun, he's doing most of He's willing to kill or say, I'm, I'm willing to be most of the nefesh to Hashem, and that's a, a part of the idea of frustration anyway. The person loves himself at Kila, and the Gemara says, Kila Chotichra converts the Yemamisa, and the person loves himself at Kila, I'm willing to give up my life. 
and therefore the Mizmah, which after the Kabbalah, the Sajjim Tachaman is, David, Elecha Hashem Nafshi Esa, which means I'm willing to give you my Nefesh. And uh, that would be the intention that the person is willing to be my Nefesh. The nice is, we say something similar, means I'm willing, to, I'm willing to fall in the hands of Hashem. It's, it's also a less expression of a serious Nefesh, whichever one it's going to be. That's also why, because Tachaman is connected to the Middle Sadim, as the Halacha is, one doesn't say Tachaman at night. Because since the Middle Sadim is more is more strong at night, is more uh, prominent and more, more the Koyak which is working at night, so therefore a person should say Tachanun at night, it's, it's too much then. And it's the same reason why it would be in not to say Tachanun, which is what they in, by a base of. But since there's already a, 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 a din in a place where the person is left up, so we don't want to, so to speak, bring a din on ourselves by saying Tachanun in a base of. Um, now, the obvious question that is. But Tachanun is asking for. Mechila. It's asking for Mechila, but it's also addressing HaKadosh Baruch in the capacity of acting yeah. within. Wow. And therefore, when a person dams late Mincha, so for sure, a person should try to make sure that they're going to finish Tachanun in time before it's night time. Now, what's called night time? What's called night time? Does it mean Dach Kishkia, or does it mean even Benesh Moshes? And this is a big Mechlekes. For those who make them Dach Kishkia, those who say, for at least until the earliest time, which is small, that's the Benesh Moshes, the person can still say Tachanun. Which is uh, 11 minutes or 12 minutes maybe after Shkia, the Sulas was said it's still considered at least a Suffolk day, and then a person can still say Tachna. What's brought down is and in those places where they are the Tainis, they want to daven date, you know, at near the end of the Tainis, and then they went to Abinam al also. And now they see that they're going to run out of time, so they just say Tachna first, and Abinam al afterwards. Because there's no problem saying Abinam al right now, but there's a problem saying Tachna after Shkia. And if it's getting close to Shkir, really they should say Tachnun before Vinam Al-Kainun, so it's like it's still daytime, and then say Vinam Al-Kainun afterwards. How it's come bad. there are many Hasidic groups that don't say Tachnun in the early afternoon? So we'll talk about that soon. Now, that's better, as always, it's, 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 uh, it's always better to avoid the topic and try to say Tachnun before Shkir. I'm sure that's better. So then we have it, and like we said, for a few minutes after Shkir, you can still say Tachnun. Now, the question... Yeah. The question they ask is, what about Slechus before Shoshana? Because the Slechus before Shoshana finish with Tachanun. And then, the Maker Adin, the time to say Slechus was the Rala Sashachar. It's still night time. And that's the case, we say Tachanun at night. So they ask the question, like, why would that be more? We just say, we shouldn't say Tachanun at night. But really, it's not a question. It's really explained. The problem is night time, the problem is the Medesa Din. And like we said, the Medesa Din is, is prevalent or prominent from the beginning of the night until Chatzais. After Chatzais until the morning is the Midas not Midas Adin. And therefore, just like we can say Slichus at that time, we can say Tachlan also at that time. It's not a time of day. Okay, so that's the time to say Tachlan. Now, the next fascinating question, question is where should a person say Tachlan? Where should a person say Tachlan? Because we, the halachi is that a person has to be, if he's showing himself in front of Hashem, so there has to be something which is Kilo Adava Kodesh that he's pursuing himself in front of. And therefore, the, the ideal place of Dachanun is obviously a show with the Sefer Torah. Uh, that doesn't mean that we dive into the Sefer Torah, but it's a symbol of something which is Kodesh, which we, which we lo- which we're persuading ourselves to, which we're allowing ourselves to. Um, and then Halacha is, of course, the best place is in the place where the Sefer Torah is in this place in Aaron Kodesh, but it's brought down in Halacha that even if there's a Sefer Torah here, not in Aaron Kodesh, 
let's say we're making a minion in, in the side room and we brought the cemetery of Eleni, so then we can do Tachanun too because there's a cemetery here. What about the other way around? What about an iron coach without a cemetery? Which is very common also because there are a lot of shuls without only bring a cemetery when they read the Torah, they're doing Tachanun every day. And therefore, if it's a Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday, so there's a Kodesh here, but the Torah is not there. It's in a safe in the office. It's in a safe somewhere else, right. So in cases like that, it's brought down, it doesn't make a difference. Just like the, it's brought that uh, they're always in the Tanakh, when someone bowed down, they were Koreli, Fnei Aaron Hashem. They bowed down in front of the Aaron, and something here, it's called an Aaron Kodesh. It's meant to hold the Torah. One can do Tachanun in front of an Aaron Kodesh too. What about if one has neither the Torah or an Aaron Kodesh? A person davening in the side room of a hotel, or a person davening in some other location or at home. What about the dinner saying tachanun? Then, so then the discussion is, what about other tashmisha kedusha? In other words, svarim or tefillin or things like that. Is that enough to say tachanun or not? That's a big machlekes. It does hold that that that's also good enough to say tachanun. It does hold that to daf sefer And therefore, in a place where there's a Torah, a person should still say tachanun, but should start sitting up. They should no. say, say again. They just still say it, but yeah. without going down, they should say it's sitting up. Is there a special halach uh, regarding Yushalayim? We're going to get there. Now, yeah, 100%. Now, that's uh, uh, the Mishnah Borough Paschal's two big Kiddushim. His first Kiddush is if there's an overflow minion in the Shul. And therefore, the people in the Shul, also people outside the Shul, couldn't fit in. So he said, if they're davening as part of the same minion, then they can say Tachanun too, because they're just an extension of the minion. But if there's a second minion going on outside in the, out in the courtyard of the shul, they don't have a cemetery, they can't say tachanun. Or at least I should say they can't put their heads down for tachanun, because they're not uh, outside in the courtyard, there's no cemetery, so there's no reason to say tachanun. Um, at least with their heads down. And other big she says, and that is if a person's davening at home, but at the same time as a tibur. If that's the case, in some way he's considered a kiddo to be connected to that tibur, if that's the case, he can say tachanun by putting his head down as well. At the same time that the Sibur would be saying Tachan in the Shul, which is a big Kiddush, because even though here he's not there and he can't see it, nevertheless, it's, uh, it's considered a Chedek of that is battle to that minion, and therefore he can say Tachan. So on an airplane, we don't say Tachan? So on an airplane, you don't, sit, you don't put your head down for Tachan. No. You can say Tachan, but sitting out, don't put your head down. Sitting out, oh. But you're on an airplane, and there's no, there's no Kavua Sefer Torah. Right, so you don't put your head down. We can still say it. Just don't, don't, don't right. head in. in a place where there's no tashmish. You don't put your head down. You don't put your head down. You don't say tachna at all. No, you don't put your head down for tachna. Oh, you always you still say, say tachna. tachna. So you the group that's outside the shul, second minion, should say tachna. It's just a question of it. Head right. down, head up. Right. Say, oh. right. Now, what's brought down is that because of conditions there is Israel, everywhere there is Israel, people can still put their heads down. Everywhere there is Israel. And even without the Torah, without the shul, whatever it is. That is the Minagashlaim. It's brought down by a number of questions. The Minagashlaim always was, and since Yishlaim is called Defnei Hashem, and therefore anywhere in Yishlaim, one can say Tachanun, even if they're davening in a place where there isn't a shul or anything else. Moshe finds in Paskins that even a visitor to Eretz Yishol, when he's here in Yishlaim, he doesn't, he can put his head down for Tachanun. Now it's not only for people who live here, it's if whoever's here. Since the Yishlaim is called Defnei Hashem, whoever's in davening Yishlaim, is allowed to put their head down and say Tachanun. This applies to both men and women. Yeah. Women also. Everything the Rebbe said till now applies to women. The Minag is don't say Tachanun. The Minag is done, don't say Tachanun. Right. Um, for the same reason. Let us say Din. And if there are things which are more connected to Din, ladies normally avoid saying. Why don't they say Tachanun? 
something which is always a subject to a lot of arguments, even though the Allah is very clear. And that is when to say Tachanan. When to say Tachanan. So we said that being as Tachanan is a Tfilah which is connected a Midas Adin, so on those times when either there is too much Din, such as in the best oval at night time, we don't want to say Tachanan, but the converse is also true. And there's those times, which is time of where there isn't in, the time of Simcha, so we don't say either. And therefore all the times which are considered days of Simcha in the calendar, Shabbos, Yom, Tepesh, Chodesh, Cholamoyed, Purim, Chanukah, whatever it's going to be, are all times of Simcha, so then the Lachah is you don't say Tachanan. No, you don't say Tachanan the day itself, but the Lachah is in all of those cases, we don't say Tachanan the Mincha before either, because that's already preparing for a time of Simcha. And therefore, Friday afternoons, or Erev Yom Tov, we don't say Tachanan. Erev Rosh Chodesh, too. Erev Rosh Chodesh, we afternoon, because it's preparing for a time of Simcha, a time of Simcha. Uh, the big question, which isn't brought in the first game, and actually was a big argument between the Achronim, and that is, what's in a Pesach Shani? Is Pesach Shani considered something of a Yom Simcha if you don't say Tachanan, or not? And uh, the Chazanish, for example, did say Tachanan in Pesach Shani. He didn't hold that there didn't hold of any intrinsic Simcha in the day. Um, a lot of first game hold that the Minag is not to say Tachanan in Pesach Shani. It's not something which is brought in the Halacha, but all the other days of the calendar, Including Tobish Fat, including Lag Boimer, Abro, Nalach as Lajudan Tedachna. Because that's the time Lajudan Tedachna. Besides that, the Mashmaz is that every other day a president Tedachna. Now, that's as far as Nalacha goes, and that's what we find in the Poiskim, what we find in Oriental Mishaburah. The only reason not to say Tedachna is those days which are considered the days of Simcha, or when there's a Baal Simcha in That's a separate reason that there's a Chedek of. That because he's besimcha, so he doesn't say tachanan, and in those cases where his simple will spill over to the rest of the kehila, so therefore everyone who's mishtatif in the simcha doesn't say tachanan. So the two examples we have for that was number one, a bris, which is considered that we know bris mina was the mitzvah, which guys always did besimcha, and therefore when it's a bris, it's a general simcha, and therefore not just the people who are involved directly in the bris, but anybody who's in that minion doesn't have to doesn't have to say tachanan either. And uh, that means one of five cases, either where the baby is, or where the father is, where he's davening, or the sandak, or the moil, or the place where the bris is going to be. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you have a shul where there's going to be a bris in the shul, even if none of the main players in the bris are here right now, but they don't say dachanun because it's a place where the bris is going to be. They what talk the about. The oh, they talk about what about if you have like lots of different rooms, side rooms, different minyan or whatever it is. No, that doesn't work. It's in the place where the bris is, there's a certain simcha. If I'm diving a different minion, there's no shaykhus to me. So then there's no reason not to say tachanan. The other one place is brought is by a chasen. Once again, chasen is a big simcha. And if that's the case, a chasen from the day of his chuppah until the end of the show of brachas doesn't say tachanan. And similarly, whoever's diving with him in the same tzibur doesn't say tachanan either. Other simchas, even though they are, we don't find such a big simcha that therefore Everyone is mishtatif to the level that no one's going to say tachanun. Um, what they talk about, and this is actually also interesting, a big argument in the place. What about a sin? They're making a sin. After mincha, so you say tachanun by mincha. Is that considered enough of a sin to be battle tachanun or not? There's a discussion in the place because on the one hand it's a sin. On the other hand, we don't find it's brought down as a sin which, which is something which we're going to be daicha a tachanun for. Okay, so the, the two which are Abrut and Haracha, like I said, are Brismila and, and, uh, and the Chasna.
Right, that's what I said. It seems to be the same. Not all time, I see. Not all time, I But why is it not the same? It's a discussion. It's not brought in the Shachanar of Meshavar, but the person discussed the Khar. And all this person with the Halakat Lamesa. It's not like it's in the question. And because it's a reason why I think it should both ways. What's interesting, Rosna was asked, what about if the Kal is dominating as a Nashim? If what? The Kala is dominating as his Nashim. The Khasim is Adna, he's still asleep. I'm going to know, so I don't know either. Mm-hmm. But the Kala is dominating as his Nashim. Does it seem we have to say Tachna or not? And he held the Simus Lazar say Tachna. He does, they do. Okay. He says the reason why the Simus doesn't say Tachna is Lay Basimcha. And therefore, if the Khasim is here, everyone feels connected. It's not so, and there's his Nashim, we don't feel any Shaykhs in there. What if the Khasim is dominating as his What the Kala? No. <laughs> Make it into the main sanctuaries and a different. Uh... So they come downstairs. Mm-hmm. But uh, then, then people feel a shaykhist to it, but of course for the person himself. Well, like an ishtibal, that he's in the next ishtibal That doesn't help. It's a different meaning. Okay. It has to be the meaning we're in that uh, will help. Okay. Right. What about chuppahs after shkia? That's a big thing. Chuppahs pashas, it's not yama chuppah. It's not yama after shkia. Shkia, today is the day he's getting married. He's getting married tonight. Because during the winter, it's basically every right. In which case, the, 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 the time that he's a chassan, he starts from tonight, not from today. Right. And back, if you have a minch in the hall, that could already be different. Since it's a makkah where everyone's ready for a sin, that could already be a different matter. And therefore, the minach is that the chassan davens in the in the, or whoever davens in the hall before the chuppah, then that's a dachna. Right. Something in the shul that there's a somewhere in one of the shtibuls. No, in the in that place. The shul has nothing to do with each other. They're separate minyan, they're separate shuls. In fact, something's happening in the next door shul has nothing to do with me. The Mishnah Bura only said that if we're all dining together, there wasn't a space in the shul, so we like we the other floor who's standing in the back, and we stand up to the shul, part the of the minyan. Right. And now the last point, which doesn't feature in halacha at all, is not saying tachin on the outside. There isn't even a basis for it in the Rishonim. Um, Never even heard of that. Right, it doesn't come up. No, oh, they do it already. Yeah, it's for for a rebbe. But, uh, but, but it's become a thing that people look for yard sites, the calendar of yard sites. That you have reason yeah, every day. Don't have a whole list. We don't find uh, we don't find any major halachic like places that say that someone's yard site is reason to say tachnu. Like I said, the only things we find is either a base level, that's a different reason, and uh, especially if someone is not shaykh to anybody here. You find some Godel who died a few hundred years ago in a different part of the world. Like, why is there a connection to people saying that? You, you won't say that, uh, that if a person is in a shul that didn't say Tachnan because they decided that he had said, they said, okay, they did the wrong thing. He's supposed to say Tachnan. In other words, when, when should one say Tachnan in such a shul? You should say Tachnan. The fact that they're not saying Tachnan. But they say Galenu. Okay, so you'll say Galenu. first, you say Galenu, then Tachnan. No, say Tachnan. And not the Salen. If you dive in it's not a fashion of it. When you come into Shul it's brought, everyone's saying Alain and you're not, it looks bad. But you're not being mishtach of it. If you're doing something else. He said there's no reason to be mad to me which I meant to say just because they decided not to say it. That's a big nasoya. The reason for Tachnun, the placing the diving for Tachnun, and we said how person should say Tachnun, where and when. Um the last point which is brought down, and this is from Shachnarach already is that there's two other times in the year which aren't Yom Tov and the one is the whole of the month of Nisan and then he goes through the days and he explains why not the first 12 days was the Simcha of Akash, like the Nisim 
The 14th of Nisan was Erev Pesach, I bring the Korban Pesach. Uh, Yom Tov is Yom Tov. So the only options left would be the 13th of Nisan, and the week after Pesach. So that's what Gemara says, since most of the month has already been uh, Yotzeh with Kedah's uh, month of Sinaku, then the Tachman, same thing after Yom Kippur. Could the rabbi explain that Svarah? Say what? It goes by months? Like it's like a month of Tachman? I'm going to talk like about that. And another time I found that is also Bash Tishrei. The days after Yom Kippur is a simple because it's the, the afterglow of Yom Kippur. What about the work after Sukkot? So the same as far as that. And once we've gotten to the end of the month, you have a tachlan, so okay, we've finished the month of the And the it's question right, is... Tish rate's right? Not, um, yes. Because the first 10 days you are saying. Yeah, but then you have from 11... Uh, Kippur you don't say. Roshani you don't say. Oh, okay. And then you have... And then you have... Eight as you say. And then, from, and then until after Sukkot. So I'll now write that 22. So most of the month you haven't said. Uh, so what's as far as months? Seven days. The Asarish Mechilva is the first day of Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippur. And you so, have so two days of Rosh Hashanah, one of them, which is seven days. And, also. and Shabbos. Always be a Shabbos. And Shabbos, so six right. days. So you have very few days in Tishrei, you say that. Six days of Tishrei, that's all. Wait, the, 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 the Sukkot is over on Chav days? Yes. So Chav Gimel, Chav Dachavim, until Lamin? Lamin? So, uh, so far, which should be so. So far, you've most of the money, you have the Why? The first, we have seven days from Tishrei. Six days will be dead, and since then we haven't. Now they're 22. So six days, yeah, 16 days now. Oh, okay. So we don't have the month, we don't. And she asks, what far is it? Why not? Well, what was it in months? Once you raise the month, that's the tachlan, and we go right to it. Right, that's, uh, the person doesn't explain, like, why, why we tell it on a whole month like that. But it's brought down, it's brought down from the Rishonim, it's brought past the Shafalarach, uh, that has a dinner of the month. The Chayr, the Sfar, which is brought down, even though that's Lashon that's used, the Chayr is something to do with the Regani. That the simcha of the regal isn't just on the regal, it also extends before and afterwards. Like right, and therefore the din of the simcha of the regal extends, and the right of that is shvus. Because when it comes to shvus, it's definitely most of the month, shvus is one day. But nevertheless, from Rosh which is six days before, until Yud Bayes, which is six days afterwards, you have the And that's brought down in the Ramah. The Shalom doesn't talk about the Ramah does. And then the Dachman from Rosh Chodesh 7 until Yud Bayes 7. Why? Shuas. And therefore, a week before, a week after, it's uncovered by the simple Shuas. And that's okay, it's initially like a That uh, it's, That is not just the Yantav itself, but when it comes to regarding the week before and after Yantav, I also call the time of Simcha, it's clearly the Simcha Saregal, and therefore, even like I said, even though the main, the person brings this far of the man. But the Chari, we see another far also, and that is that uh, it's the days preceding and following a Yantav, I also already have that Simcha of the Yantav, as that Tachon. One example where we see that Lemaisa, it's by It's brought within a certain amount of time. I mean, it's different, but a certain amount of time before Yom Tov, we can't leave a Heskud. Because the person's already getting into the Simcha of Yom Tov, the Heskud will ruin it. And therefore, since it's for Six days, seven days, whatever it's going to be, we shouldn't uh, ruin the, the Simcha of the upcoming Yom Tov. That's the case. And once you say, you may Simcha, and time's not to say Tachanun, the Chorah, that will be considered, you may Simcha as well.